What is happening, Psych Athletes? Welcome to episode 27 of the Psych Athletes Podcast, your favorite podcast where you get to hear me talk to you all the time, bug the shit out of you. But anyway, we're going to be going through habits today. We're going to be talking about building good habits, how we how we can maintain habits, how we can reward ourselves for good habits. I'm giving you like four or five drills in this episode. Um, this one was a lot of fun to record because I was asked these questions from our Discord group. And if you're not in our super secret Discord group that I keep asking you to join, please do so. The link is below. Follow us on Instagram. Leave us a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now. And let's get into the episode. What is happening, psych athletes? I hope you're having a wonderful whatever day it is. I'm recording this on Tuesday, the 16th, so I'll probably be dropping it on either Wednesday or Thursday, but I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Um, so in our exclusive super secret mindset group that you can only get access to if you click on a link, which is actually super easy and you should do it right now, um, I've been getting a lot of questions and a lot of requests to talk about building habits um, during our podcast. So that's a huge thing. Um, obviously, I struggle with a lot of bad habits. Everybody does. It's human. You know, it's part of our nature. Um, we have a lot of things that we want to get rid of in our lives, but normally we don't really know when to start. And I'm going to give you a couple things that you can use to start doing that and start building good habits right now. I'm going to give you like four or five drills and hopefully you guys can start using them right away and start building some positive habits, ones that will benefit you rather than, you know, be a mental vampire, steal your energy away from you. We want to, we want to narrow our focus down to a few things and, and a, a, a great way to do that is to build good habits that are beneficial. So let's get into it. I want to talk about environment first because environment it's it's hugely influential on on our daily you know schedule our daily habits on what we do if we surround ourselves with things that you know are meant to distract us we're probably going to be distracted at the end of the day our minds are like really easily influenced you know they're influenced by friends circumstances circumstances um negative social media garbage that's shoved in our faces every day um whether we know it or not these things are influencing our day-to-day actions so um, the first thing I want to teach you, it's going to help you take a look, take back a little control on what influences you in a positive way. It's called um, environmental expo- exposure. And instead of easily being easily influenced by like, you know, anything in front of us, let's influence ourselves, you know. So I don't know if you guys notice. I'm going to give you an example right now. I really love Doritos and I've been trying to eat really clean for the last couple of days, but or for the last, you know, week, month, as long as we've been in quarantine, you know, it's a good habit, eat healthy, you know, don't gorge myself on all that trash, all that junk food, but I really love Doritos, and um, I, every day, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna eat good, right, I'm gonna, eat, I'm not gonna eat Doritos today, but there are always Doritos in my pantry, ask all my friends, family, that's my favorite snack, there's always Doritos in my pantry, so you think I have the willpower to resist eating those Doritos that are just sitting there ready to be opened in my pantry, no, it's hard, what I should do is grab that bag of Doritos and hide it from myself, give it to my, give it to my, you know, someone that, <laughs> that won't tell me where it is, that's like a really primitive example of it, but say you want to work out in the morning, um, and you wake up and you're looking around and there's like all this shit everywhere. Your room's messy and you're like, man, I don't want to find workout clothes right now. I, I don't want to get dressed. I, that's a huge thing when I wake up too. It's like I'm laying in bed and I'm like, man, I, everything's everywhere. Nothing's ready for me. I just, you know, I grab my phone because my phone's right next to me. You know, it's in my environment. It's easily accessible. That's another thing. So 
if you want to work out in the morning, here's an example. If you want to work out in the morning, have your workout clothes, shoes next to your bed. If you're on a diet, move the cookies, move the Doritos that your your parents just made to a place that you can't see them. Okay, our, our, our environment affects us so much. So if you want to drink more water instead of soda or something, place the water at the front of your fridge and the soda at your back, um, at the back. I know it sounds simple, but you know our environment shapes us more than we can understand. You know, we have a limited amount of willpower every single day. If we see too many things that distract us from our goals of the day, we'll give in if our willpower runs out. You know, so maybe if you have, if you're, if you're trying to cut down on the video games, maybe you put your controller somewhere that's hard to get and make your, maybe, maybe like your homework or something really easy for you to access. Have it, have your homework out on your desk waiting for you when you're ready to begin. You know what I mean? If you want to start working hard, if you want to start doing your homework, work out clothes, make them easily accessible you know, have all your water and shit ready in the morning, you know, map out a morning routine. That's a huge thing. I actually do have a great morning routine, um, PDF that I can share with you guys. I'll link in the description below. Um, I'll link that. And it's a great way because if you have a routine in the morning, everything's just so much easier. You know, our, we like being told what to do. You know, I, I know that sounds a little weird, but we like having things cut out for us. If we wake up in the morning and we're like, shit, what do I have to do right now? you're so much less productive. You know what I mean? And especially if you start your day like that, you're like, damn it, this is another, I know I know you guys feel like this because I feel like this all the time. You start your day in, with a bad habit and you're like, damn it, I told myself I wasn't going to do this. Now my, the rest of my day is going to be shit. You know, I, I, I do that a lot. I let like one little thing in the morning affect my entire day. And I know a lot of people do that. So I'll link the, I'll link the morning routine in the, in the description below. But guys, control your environment. Set it up so that it can benefit you rather than steal energy away from you. Okay, put the cookies back of the fridge or back of the pantry. Um, have your clothes ready for you when you wake up in the morning. Um, all that fun stuff. That's a really good one. That's probably my favorite one. Um, and I want to go in, since I was talking about the phone, I want to talk about social media. Right, that's a huge bad habit that every one of us have. Social media is so distracting, guys. Like when you wake, in, wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you grab? It's your phone. You know, that's not a great way to start your day, overloading your brain with all this information. And then you and then you put down your phone, you're like, shit, now I got to get up. You know, that's like what keeps me from getting up in the morning. So recently I've been putting my phone across my room on my desk. So I have to get up and turn off my alarm and then I'm up and then I'm not going to get back in bed. So that's a great thing with phones. Let me read to you this, um, this little social media, the social media cleanse real quick. I have it right here. I'm going to pull it up. So it's going to be a little spiel. So um, grab some popcorn, buckle the seatbelt. There's no denying that our, you know, our phones and social media helps us stay connected to the sports world. And you can actually pull a ton of good stuff off the internet that you can use as an athlete. But I'm not going to sit here and talk like I don't use my phone constantly. I do. And sometimes I definitely need to step, take a step back because it becomes a more of a, you know, a burden than something that can help me, help me. You know, how much time on our phone is spent like looking at social media, Instagram, Twitter, rather than, you know, reading like an ebook on your phone. Like how often, like I'd say like none of the time. You know, we're always on Snapchat. We're always on fucking TikTok. You know what I mean? Sorry, that's my phone. That's Twitter, actually. How ironic. But the number one thing that we see from athletes we work with is just the constant comparison of themselves to other athletes online. That's a bad habit. There's nothing wrong with seeing these folks on Instagram achieving great feats of athleticism. But, you know, far too often we see athletes take their phones out and then after a couple hours of scrolling through whatever platform they said, they start saying things, man, I should have went. I should have spent my time better. You know, or you get to a point where you start to have the kind of like negative self-talk with yourself when you're comparing yourselves to the people on the internet, 
Like, you, I always watch, like, some great hitters, and they'd just be effortlessly hitting bombs, and I'd look at it, and I'm like, damn, like, this is not good for my self-confidence, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you've probably heard of social media cleanses, or even tried it yourself, only to just re-download all, this, all the apps, Parker all the time, delete Snapchat, re-downloads it, my girlfriend does it too, um, and then they keep going back to it, but... Not only can social media be bad for your mental health, studies have shown that using your phone right before bed can greatly decrease your productivity and your athletic performance the next day. And it's not the physical phone or like blue light or whatever that bullshit that you guys hear about. It's the fact that if you're using your phone before bed, it can most likely keep you up late and get in the way of your sleep schedule. So sleeping is is one of the biggest habits, one of the most important things. And phones literally take that away from us. I'm going to go into sleeping here in a second. So or actually, no, I'm not going to go into sleeping right now. That video is already up on our Instagram. It's on IGTV. If you want to check that out, it's a great video. It's from Mitch. Um, it's really relevant to the habits that we want to build. So check that out, out after this. Um, but I'm going to keep going. So as you'll read in this drill, sleep is literally one of the most important things we can do as athletes to get ourselves up for success. But to be able to take a step back from all the noise on our phones, there needs to be a strong intention behind it. So saying you just want to stop using your phone because you use it too much, it's not a good reason. So here are th- three things you can you know, start doing right now to have successful, have a successful social media cleanse and you can recenter and refocus your mind to what's important. So step right, step one of the social media cleanse, the official psych athlete social media cleanse is going to lock you in, get you off that phone. So have the right intention. So like I briefly mentioned before, having the right intentions as to why you're going to stop using social media for a little bit will set you up to be much more productive throughout your day. So what I want you to do, think of the reason why you use social media. So do you like to look at, you know, hot girls or boys, you know, check out what Johnny's doing, the guy you have a little crush on, Um, talk to your friends, gossip, you know, whatever. And then I want you to think to yourself, do I use social media too much? Or has it ever gotten in the way of my training as an athlete? And I venture to guess more than 50% of you are going to say yes to that question. So is it even keeping me up for longer at night and not allowing me to go, you know, go to bed when I know I should be? Um, And you might not need to go on a social media cleanse, but you need to be truthful to yourself when you're asking these questions and really dig deep to determine if you need to take a step back. Okay, so step two, you know, this one's a little weird. Um, I don't have an alarm clock, but get a real alarm clock. So right before you go to bed and right after you wake up should be used as times for reflection. The start of the day should focus on intention. What do I want to accomplish today? And that's even better if you have an athlete morning routine like the one I'm out to give you in the link below. Um, That's a lot easier if you have a routine. Um, The start of the day should focus on intention while the end of the day should be about reflection. So how did today go? You know, how can tomorrow be better? What can I do to make it better? You know, that's when I set all my goals too. Goal setting is a huge, good habit. Another one of those videos, I have that in the Discord group. So those of you who are already in it, check out the goal setting video. Great habit building video. Um, Check that out. Um, And if you're not in the super secret Discord group, you might want to join it right now so you can get all this good stuff. So if we're picking up our phones immediately and we begin scrolling, you can miss this time of reflection, which can, you know, greatly reduce your ability to have these important moments. So an easy way to fix this Try putting your charge away from your bed. Put your phone, like I do, on your desk far away from yourself. So when you get up in the morning and you hear that alarm clock, that dreaded alarm clock, you got to go over there and you got to turn it off manually and you're not going to get your ass back in bed because why would you? That's stupid. It's time for the day. So it's going to force you to have at least have to think about grabbing your phone in the morning and it will give you time to catch up, check, catch yourself up before you begin scrolling if you do succumb to the social media 
um, overlords. So set step three, set time limits on your apps. My girlfriend does this all the time and it's just hilarious watching. We're, we'll be scrolling on our phone like when we're, when we're just sitting there and a timer will go off and she's like, shit. And she'll just press ignore every time. So it's, it's, so we have to be committed to that. And it's a great way to be committed to it is understanding why you're doing it. If you're doing it just because, you know, I just want to get out of social media. Or if you, that's not a great reason. You're probably going to, you know, ignore that timer, ignore that time limit. You know what I mean? But if you have the intention that your performance, you want to increase your performance, you want to better your sleep, you want to build better habits, then that's going to give you the power to, you know, listen to those time limits on your apps. And it's a really like easy thing to do. Just set it up on your phone. Um, the last step is if your social media use is seriously interfering with your day, consider downloading an app to limit the amount of time you spend on social media. The app I recommend is called Freedom. This app allows you to limit your social media use and unlike a lot of other apps, once you lock an app for a preferred amount of time, you can't unlock it until the time is up. So it kind of forces you to have to listen to the timer. So I really hope you guys don't have to have it come to this because realistically, social media should not be a big issue because you're so much for, more focused on your training and your development as an athlete. So try steps in one and two first. All right, social media, big thing in deterring us from a lot of good habits that we want. You know what I mean? Let's move on to the actual, actually, no, before we begin there, I want to give you a quick little one. It's like a mental, like, you know, tip or trick. It's weird. It's called the five second rule. And when you wake up in the morning and I, I remember I was, I, someone asked us this in the, in the discord group. Um, he's like, yeah, like I just don't have the motivation to get up in the morning. You know, I have to work out, but I really don't want to. So I told him, you know, obviously control your environment. So surround yourself with good things that are going to, you know, benefit you like having your clothes ready next to your bed before you have to work out in the morning or or keeping your phone away from your desk but a big thing that I told him was the five second rule and the five second rule is just this little mental trick it's weird it might work for you might not but it works really well for me and a lot of athletes that I've given it to so when you wake up in the morning basically what happens is your motivation and your productivity you know throughout the day is at its peak in like when you begin something it's really weird. And then as it, as the activity, you know, goes on, your motivation drains because you're like, all right, I just want to get to the end of this. But when you start something, you're seriously motivated. Have you got, ever gotten to the gym and you're like, all right, let's do this. Let's do this. I'm ready to go. And you just grab some weights and you just start going at it. You know what I mean? You're hyped up. Or at the beginning of a game, you're like, all right, let's go. It's game time, baby. I want to win this game. And then throughout the game, you know, that energy might fade a little bit. And that's okay. That's natural. But we need to take advantage of this if we want to build some good habits. So I told him, so he struggles with getting up in the morning or, you know, getting ready to work out. So I told him, when you're laying in bed and you just wake up, you tell yourself, I'm only going to work out for five seconds or a minute. I'm not sure if it was five seconds or a minute. Either one, either way it works. So... If you tell yourself that you're only going to work out for five seconds and you haven't done it yet, you're like, okay, I'll just, I'll just do it for a little bit and then I'm done with it. But no, that's not how it works. You know, as soon as you start a workout, you're going to keep, you're going to see it all the way through. That's just how we are. That's how athletes are. We're motivated people. But the hardest thing is to get up in the morning. So if you just lie to your mind a little bit, if you lie to yourself a little bit and just be like, okay, I'm just going to go hit, I'm just going to go shoot some free throws for like, you know, five minutes, you know, 10 seconds. You know, it's, it, it becomes a lot easier in your mind because your mind, when it wakes up in the morning, it sees having to work out as this huge mountain that it has to climb. 
You know what I mean? Because you you have to work out for an hour. You have to do all your set. It's leg day. No one likes leg day. Everyone says they like leg day, but it, it fucking sucks. It's leg day. You're like, damn, I got a squat today. And you're sitting there and you're probably not going to want to get up. But if you just tell yourself, you know what? I'm just going to do one set. I'll just do one set of squats. I have all my stuff ready next to me because I'm controlling my environment, obviously. I'm just going to grab it, put it on, head out the door and just work out for five minutes. You know, and as soon as we're up, you know, it's so easy now. The hardest thing is getting that, getting up, you know what I mean? But once we're up, we're not going to go back to sleep. You know, we're in the shit. We're ready to go. You know what I mean? So that's a little, that's a little trick. It's the, it's the five second rule. You can coin it by me, coin it by psych athletes. If you ever see someone using it, let us know. We'll send a lawsuit at them, but let's move on to the final one. And it's the habit building drill. And I'm kind of reading all these drills from our 27 mental drills, which if you didn't know, we have 27 of them, and a lot of them are good habit-building exercises, so I'm kind of, you know, plagiarizing a little bit here. Not really, because it's my own shit, but it's called the habit-building drill. Let me find it right here, number four. So, I'm going to tell you a little story, and it's going to make sense afterwards, okay? So, a space shuttle uses two large rocket boosters to provide the fuel and thrust for liftoff during the first two minutes of launch. Those boosters const- constitute about 60% of the rocket's weight, as they carry 2.5 million pounds of fuel. During the next 10, 8 to 10 minutes, the space shuttle's extra fuel tank burns through more than 540,000 gallons of liquid fuel, providing enough speed and velocity to break the Earth's gravity and atmosphere and send the shuttle hurtling into space. What the fuck does that mean? Right? <laughs> Approximately 90% of the fuel is used in the first few minutes. Once it's in the frictionless environment of outer space, The shuttle requires very little fuel for propulsion to maintain its course. Your habits are incredibly similar. Starting a new habit requires a majority of your energy. Sounds a lot like the five second rule, doesn't it? Starting a new habit requires the majority of your energy. Just being aware of this is going to help you create new habits. As we always tell our psych athletes, first you form habits and then they form you. So most habits take about, you know, 30 days to take hold you know, according to research, but that can be a little deceptive. Like anything, the more you practice it, the quicker you'll pick it up. You're no different. If you only practice a new habit once a day, then it's probably going to take you longer than 30 days. And if you practice multiple times per day, it could take less than 30 days. You see what I'm saying? So on average, we use this 30 day window as a typical barometer and we break it up into three phases. Days one to 10 are the resisting mediocrity phase during which your old mediocre habits are going to be pulling down. Your phone's going to be pulling you down. The Doritos in your pantry are going to be pulling you down. You know, your your bed's going to be holding you down, essentially. So you've got to put the effort in to resist them. So days 11 to 20 are the defying the old phase, in which you start to build momentum, momentum towards this new habit. Still not so easy, but it's easier than the first 10 days. So days 21 through 30 are the adaptation phase, which is the point where you begin to float through space like the space shuttle. It's so natural to you. You don't even have to use any fuel. You know, you're just doing the habits. You've got them down. You've got them locked. You know, so you still need to focus and avoid a few slip ups. But once you get past day 30, it's a breeze. It's going to become a habit for you. So research also shows that reinforcement through awards at certain junctures along the habit formation path. So say you told yourself, you know, on day five, I'm going to reward myself with, you know, something fun. I'm going to play video games. You know, that's going to help you out a lot because it can actually accelerate change and make it more permanent. So let's talk about how we're going to do that, how we're going to reward ourselves when we want to, you know, start a a good habit. So 
Step one, what's something that would be a fun, healthy reward for you? I want you to list like 10 options. It can be anything you enjoy doing, playing video games, painting, taking a day trip with friends, eating a favorite dessert, getting a massage, literally anything that you enjoy. Now, step two, create a reinforcement schedule for yourself before the start of the habit formation process. So you got to pick your habit. And on day one, after you've completed that habit, give yourself a reward. On day three, on day three, give yourself this, another reward. Continue to reward yourselves on days 6, 10, 15, 21, and 28. Small rewards will ensure you stay on the successful habit formation path. So if you notice, the rewards are kind of more common at the beginning. Why is that? Because that's when it's really hard to build new habits. So if you say you want to start waking up at 8 in the morning, and on day one you do it, at night you can play some video games, or you know I'm going to play video games anyway, but you can... Eat your favorite dessert on day one. And then on day three, you can eat your, give yourself a dessert if you keep doing it, if you've done it three days in a row. And then on day six, then you, you give yourself a reward if you keep doing it. But then this, it, it gets the intervals get a little larger, so it's, it becomes day 10, 15, 21, and 28. So as you see, you're going to require less rewards to do it on the later days. You know what I mean? Um, step three, schedule a jackpot reward for day 35 make this special reward like three to five times bigger than the other ones if you've been consistent for 35 straight days of self-correction practice not only will you be training the mental side of your game but you get to enjoy a massive jackpot bonus i don't know what that jackpot bonus is gonna be for you guys but it's gotta be huge because you've been doing your shit for 35 days you've been building that same habit for 35 days okay um now last step the bonus step it's called taking away. And it's not necessary for everyone because it's a little hardcore, but if you're feeling adventurous, give it a shot. On top of setting a jackpot reward for yourself at the end, you're going to set a consequence if you don't get there. Set something that can be taken away from you. So one of my personal, I think Parker wrote this, but he said one of his personal favorites for this donate is donating $100 to a charity you wouldn't normally support. It's taking something away from you, but it's still helping out others. So my, I think my, my takeaway would be like donating like 500 bucks to Amazon. Because I fucking hate Amazon. But that's besides the fact. So, if you guys kind of get the gist of it. So, say you want to pick a new habit to build. Okay? Say you want to wake up at 8 in the morning every day. So, on day 1, you wake up in the morning. You give yourself a reward. You eat Doritos. You you play your favorite video game on that day. Day 3, and you do it. You did it for day 2 and 3 as well. You made it 3 days going this far. Give yourself another reward. Okay, and then on day six, if you make it that far, give yourself another reward and then so on through day 10, 15, 21, and 28. So it's this little reward system for building a habit. It's a good dopamine release because our mind's going to associate that habit with something good happening to us. And, And it's hard to kind of conceptualize for our minds that this habit will be a lot better for us in the long run because in the short term, it fucking sucks. You know, our minds are subject to recency bias. You know what I mean? So reward ourselves throughout the month as we're building this habit and i really like that bonus taking away if you don't reach it so say you don't get to day 35 you you broke on day 18 take something away from yourself donate 100 bucks to your favorite charity maybe take away video games but you have to stay true to it you know what i mean so think about really what your purpose is here why are you building this habit because if it's not for a good reason you're not gonna stick to this shit that's what i'm telling you right now everything's not gonna be super easy that's why i still eat those damn doritos you know, that's why, you know, Johnny still sleeps with his phone next to him because it's hard. So this good reward system, it's going to be, it's going to make it way easier for you guys. And if you guys are able to do it, you've built a habit, but don't try and build like multiple habits at the same time. 
because our minds are really resistant to discomfort and we can see a lot of mood fluctuations. So if you want to work on multiple habits in a month, you know, and you're really hardcore, go ahead and do it, but just be careful. And if you, if you want to stay smart and consistent, work on one habit, making it, um, putting your phone on your desk. And if you did that, great. It's a little small step, but it's easy. And I think that's about it for this podcast. So you heard me a lot mention the discord group where I got all these questions and where these drills probably already are. It's in the discord group. It's a super secret discord group that I keep annoying everyone to join, join the discord group. You know, I see a lot of people listening to this podcast and we only got like, you know, a hundred people in the discord group. I know it's more than that. So join the discord group. Okay. Um, it's really fun. Everyone's super nice. You know, we give daily tips every single day. You have access to like a shit ton of daily mental drills. It's pretty illogical not to join it. If you don't want to improve your mental performance in games, um, follow us on Instagram. You know, we're trying to grow, we're trying to get big, trying to make it, um, follow leave us a review on Apple podcasts. It's huge for us. Moves us up the charts. I keep asking, please do it. If you're listening on Apple podcasts right now, click the five star button. That's all you really need to do. And we'll get another review and we'll finally overtake, you know, all the, the bullshit, you know, rah, rah guys at the front of the page. So do that for me. Join the discord group. Follow us on Instagram. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you very much.